The Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast is a roundtable formatted conversational podcast about any and everything. Six black queens and kings from New York City. Sharing our views on black lifestyle, culture, relationships, religion, and current events. Here at SR, we strive to give our listeners the real in a world of fake. Worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up. Now let's talk our wild shit. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's, that's I love when it starts like this. Yes, we live. Peace, Stroud. Yes, Welcome yes, back yes, to y'all. another episode of Sophisticatedly Ratchet. Crispy, clear, and HD. Good times. Good times. Good times. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm hosting this today. All right. So, yo, welcome to uh, another episode of Sophisticatedly Ratchet. This is probably your favorite podcast. It's mine. Okay. Yeah, yes, I I know I'm on the show, but damn it, I, I I does this, okay? And of course, you know, I mean, but I would love to just introduce my wonderful, wonderful co-host on this wonderful, wonderful production that we have. Okay. Now, um uh, usually you know I gotta go through my spiel, so hold on. Uh, <clears throat> all right, I'm gonna pick on um all right. Some people call him the comic connoisseur. Mm. Okay. Um legend has it. This nigga once read 14 comics in an hour. Mm. All right. Speed reader. She sound like a money printer, nigga. Okay. All right. Rumor has it that he's out here saving comics every day. Okay. But you know one thing he's not going to save? You hoes. Mm. That's right. <laughs> hoes with an X. H-E-A-U-X. I just learned how to spell, spell it not too long ago. All right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like that. Um, yeah, but uh, now give it up for my boy, Boogie. Boogie man. What up? What's good, Tri Flash? Good looking on that intro, King. Of course. Tri, what's going on? Please check me out on YouTube, Slot underscore Bookie. I'm doing my journey over there and trying to do some things over there. So go and check me out. And uh, Tri, what's good? I ain't seen everybody in a while. I'm pleasured and grateful and just honored to kind of do this with y'all. I'm fresh and in effect. Let's work. I see the incense Uh, in the back. I love it. Got the Got spiritual incense going. flowing. I'm ready for to get the chakras aligned, yes, all that jazz. Yeah, it smells good. good. It smells good. It smells good. I can't smell it, but it smells good. It really does, though. Okay, okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. Um, I don't know. Y- y'all hear that? Y- y- y'all hear the um the jingle bells in the background? Jingle bells. No. Yeah, I think I think Christmas came early. Okay. Mm. All right, because you know my. <laughs> let me tell you something about my next co-host. Right. <laughs> she got a new album dropping. Mm. All right. It's called Frigid as Fuck. Okay. I think I think this nigga Dre did the beats. Um, I I think they even got the music video. Yeah, Mm. fucking Jack Frost doing the bruck up in the video and shit. Mm. All right, Mm. all right. But inside that that cold, that cold and bitter, do you want to build a snowman (laughs) ass heart? Mm. Is a lovely, lovely Gemini. All right. So please give it up to to the Alina of chakras mm. and the the queen of affirmations. Okay. Mm. I want and only TJ. Hey Burr. tribe, your favorite Burr. podcaster is here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Sophisticatedly Ratchet. Max, nice. facts. We we appreciate you, Queen. Thank you. There's levels to it. There's levels to it. There are. Yeah. I'm just gonna jump straight Definitely. to it. All right. Um, so moving on now, you know, I, I never skip a beat with this because, you know, a nigga always on point. I know what to tell y'all. OK, now my my next co-host, though, they know the tribe knows. I know they know, but I got to let them know now. OK. All right. So let me tell y'all something about this next co-host. OK. Yo, rumor has it that the last time she performed her move, 
a special move. Matter of fact, I don't know if y'all y'all be listening Is it to the finisher. The finisher? <laughs> yeah, the 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 apocalypse. Mm. Okay, I don't know if y'all heard about it, but this is a special move. Okay, I can't. If they part of the I mean, tribe. I, they know. I know, but the last time she, I'm getting kind of emotional when I when I talk about this. Okay, but um, the nigga <laughs> that she did it to, he he had to use handicap parking for. For, for three days, okay? <laughs> only three days, that's it? Only three days, okay? He, the nigga had three fractures in three parts of his body, okay? Where? Rumor has it, it, it don't even match. She broke his spirit. She definitely broke him, okay? Definitely All right? All right? Rumor has it that this nigga don't even say the number three no more. Like, the nigga, he counts one, two, four. He, like, he can't <laughs> say it. <laughs> okay? <laughs> All right. Yo, everybody, please hold your exes up for the three goddess herself. All right. The one and only Mo. Talk your shit, Queen. What's good? It's your girl, Mo. You know, I hail from Co-op City Section 5. Always represent Fifth City all day. Mm-hmm. Every day I represent the Bronx heavy. We heavy. Exes up. Exes up. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't ever zone my shit. Period. Never. Section Never. 5. Not zone. Never. El Paso, yeah, fool. Yes. All right. know that. What's good, try. All right. So... Hey, bestie. Let me me tell y'all something, right? Hey, hey. All right, let me tell y'all something, right? Yo, y'all know why this nigga Luigi was forced to become a plumber? By his punk-ass brother Mario? Why? Okay? It's because they understood that one day, okay, one day, all right, there will come a time where there's just too much drip, Mm. okay? Mm. All right? (laughs) Rumor has it that my next co-host, he wants broke the world record all right for the for the most consistent drip mm. all right mm. it, all right it was the most amazing feat it was it was prince and then it was this nigga okay yeah. start at a young age mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right so coming to a puddle near you please give it up for the one and only spew god himself my nigga mash what up yo what's good everybody yeah. it's your boy mash aka the spew god drip drip please say the drip okay, drip gang, drip gang. drip Gang, gang, I appreciate you. Um, shout out to South Jamaica, Queens. Only Queens make kings. You know what you heard it here first. Uh, for those Thanks. who don't know, SPEW is an abbreviation for spreading positive energy wherever. And as the ambassador of the SPEW, it's my job to enrich the lives of everybody that I meet. Welcome back to another episode of Spitz Kaylee Ratchet. I'm so glad I missed you guys so much. Ooh. I want to talk, Thanks. educate everybody on shit that we learned about our current events. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Um, Yeah. All right, so you know, I, I always want to skip this dude, but you know, like, he's part of the show, so I unfortunately I have to do this. That's okay. All right, but um, yeah, this next dickhead does not need an introduction. Okay, you can always find him somewhere in the brouhaha. Okay, all right. Honestly, if you see this man on your IG feed, you should probably report his page. Okay, ramshackles all about. The That's so mean. Jeez. I, I, no, fuck him. Fuck him. All right, he's the type of evil. I, I'm gonna tell you why. Because he's he's a he's a real dickhead off of this show to me. All right, but um, he's the type. He's this this nigga is the type of evil where he will purposely send you the voicemail. I'm talking full swipe. You know, you know how some people will like let the phone ring. They look at the call ID. He swipes. He sends me straight to voicemail. All right, and I, and I was only calling the nigga to tell him how much of a good job you doing a good job. You know what I'm saying? But he he sends me the voicemail for shit like this, so it's cool. All right, I ain't, I ain't got no beef with you. Too. Sound a little hurt, bro. It's all right. Nah, I'm nah, I'm never hurt. I, I get I get over it quick. It's cool. I'm an Aquarius. All right, all right. So, but rumor has it, all right though, that my nigga is dropping a new book next summer mm. all right all right hsd volume one perfecting your pleasure mm. okay Ooh, yeah like it's that. coming out 
Barnes and Nobles. You, there's going to be an Audible version, all types of shit. Okay. He's going to be narrating right. it himself, ladies and gentlemen. You check him out yes. on Audible, a self narrated book, self titled. Yes. Speak it into existence, King. Yeah, there you go. I got you, bro. Self laughter included as well. <laughs> right. Alright. So, so um so you gonna you gonna say my name or what? I, do I have to, nigga? All right. So yo oh, you doing a lot of running your mouth a lot. We know it's you. The tribe right, knows so it's, you. This this guy's no, shake. Go 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 ahead. Say my name. Hey, yo, shake, right. shake, yo, shake. So what shake, it do? What it do? <laughs> it's your boy Shake. I took a long ass time for Flash to mention my name, fucking hoe. But you're a nobody. Yes. You're a nobody. <laughs> we, we, yes, I do send him the voicemail, but I also follow it up with a message saying I'll call you back because sometimes I'll be busy. But I do call Flash back immediately, you little hoe. So, you know what? As you should. <laughs> if your feelings is hurt, I apologize, sir. But That's right. Say louder. Episode. Say louder for the people in the back. I ain't right. apologizing no more, hoe. <clears throat> It's cool. You'll be sorry. Um, oh, and as for me, though, all right, um, I am I'm going to be the Vanessa of Fun Facts. OK, and I'm also the I am the steed that a woman needs. OK, it is me. It is he. It is I. It's your boy, Flash, the philosopher. What's that? A steed is a horse. Yeah, that, was um, good. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Uh, all right. All right. And, and this is Sophisticatedly Ratchet, where we give you the real in a world of fate. What up, y'all? What up, y'all? What up? All right, okay. yo, yes. <clears throat> yo, okay. good job. So how we starting? It? How we starting? This good flash? with that shit. Uh, well, we starting off with the current. Of, oh shit, yeah. Hold up, yo. We gotta first. We gotta um align all the energy in the motherfucking room and shit. Okay, we're gonna rain down. All right, from the heavens above by letting chakra the chakras balance us. Okay, and, <laughs> and we only need one person who's trained in the art of the gong. All right, gong fu. All right, shit, crazy. Yeah. Tj. Align our spirits. It ain't for everybody. It ain't for everybody. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It ain't for everybody. But I'm about to align anyone's chakras that's ready to get their chakras aligned. And I love banging it first and then, um, or ringing the singing bowl. I, y'all be saying gong. Okay. It's a singing bowl um, to align our chakras. And then you guys let me know where you feel it. I like when we do that. How y'all feel about uh, that? I like the word bang. I got a nice okay, chair to kind of get good. ready for that. All right, guys. My zone. I feel like if yeah. I get it wrong, I'm going to be judged harshly. No, no, no. Not at all. Not no. at all. Okay. All right, guys. So deep breath in. And out. And let's align. I feel like I know I got it wrong because I feel like I felt it in two places. Okay. Where'd you feel it? <laughs> me too. Part of me it feels like like right in the in the in the front chest area, but there's also a part of me that feels like at the top back of my head, I kind of felt it as I was breathing in and out. Okay. So good. I, I hope they're not both places. wrong. I felt it in two places too. I don't know why I felt something in my hand and in here, like in my facial area or something. Okay. Thank you, Ma. I don't feel alone now. I was yeah. wild and thinking I felt it in well, two places. Anybody? I think else? I so I'm going to just say like, I felt like I did, um, I've been, when I've been meditating recently, I've been doing these, um, these hand seals, they're called mudras. And I did the creativity one this morning and I feel 
rather creative. So I'm going to just say it's that. I don't know which one it is, but I'm going to look it up as, before you say it. <laughs> I don't know why. I like how you said all that, just so, not to answer question. So, so I, I got a migraine now. Somehow, some reason my migraine just like flared up. So I kind of, I, 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 I I'm, I'm sure it's not. Yeah, I felt like, you know what I'm saying? It's coming down a little bit. I think it might be because of the cold that I have. But maybe it's helping me kind of get through it, you know. So I'm gonna say I felt it in my head. Okay. You said a migraine came up though. It did like I'm, I'm getting over a cold right now. I'm getting over a cold it. right now. So did the chakra like help, or did it like enhance that migraine in terms of the headache, or did it just um, focus its energy? It, it came I'm, up and now it's coming down. Mm. Oh, okay. That's good. I'm healing people. I'm healing the tribe, guys. Nice. Do you hear this? Um, TJ, okay, tell us guys. what we want. Yes, Mash so didn't say shake. what he felt it. He didn't, but it's okay. It's he, right. he doesn't I, want to share it. It's all right. Mm-hmm. I just felt uh, it in my heart. I felt it in my heart. Okay. Okay. So the orange singing bowl is representative of I the was right. chakra. It's, and sorry, right? it's located right, it's a right above the root chakra. So it's your second chakra. So there's mm-hmm. root at the bottom and then the orange. And it says it it's associated with emotions creativity, sexuality, mm-hmm. and it's also associated with water and flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it impacts your joy, your desire, and your compassion for others. And if you're imbalanced, it says that you could have stress, illness, you know, emotional upset, and conflict. But it also says that when one of your chakras are blocked, sometimes other chakras are blocked too. So. Got you. You guys could right. be feeling it wherever, but it's a, right below your belly button. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Flash. Hey, yeah. Flash, I'm feeling it in my hands, too. All right. <laughs> no, so that would be... That, that, that'd be your asshole chakra, bro. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Fuck, I can't see your segment, bitch. <laughs> you Word, of Word, of Word of the week. Word of the week. Word of the week. You have to watch this on YouTube to see what Shake just did. So come on, ho. so the so word of the week. We're gonna, so I'm so for the word of the week this week. Um, I'm using a word uh, that it's it's actually um it's it's a real word, but it's kind of a slang word as well because it's kind of informal. They they actually state that you shouldn't use this word in um, formal settings. The origins are unknown, but it's been used in a lot of slang. And the word is called zerts. That's spelled Z E. R T Z. Okay. Z, Z I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's Z. Sorry. X E R T Z. My apologies. X E R T Z. It spells Zerts. And um, it's used, it's used to describe eating or drinking very quickly. Right. For example, like it's, I, it can be used in place of like scarfing down food or like uh, gulping a drink. So I Zerts down a drink. I, 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 I was in a race uh, but at the end of the race, I was so thirsty that I zerts down my drink. I got I zerted the shit out of that burger. Yep. <laughs> yep. I feel like I'm, I I should have been had this word in my life. I zerts. I zerts the burger. Zerts. I watched That's her. I, zerts. I watched her zerts that glizzy and it turned me on. Is that a good sentence? Wait, what? 
I watched her zerts the glizzy. Zerts the glizzy. She watched him eat a, a hot dog. What? And it and it she turned me on. Yeah, the glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> we know about the glizzy. Okay. <laughs> look, so, look, uh, how you know you from? That's where that segment comes <laughs> in. How you know you from, right, from New mad. York? If did you right. know that every time you eat a glizzy, you lose a week of your life? Did you know that? You gotta cut it up. You gotta cut it up. You had to let him know what a glizzy is. A glizzy is a hot dog, people. By the way, yeah, eat your glizzies in private. All right. Break them up. <laughs> Break them up. Break them up. Break up your glizzies. That's it. That's the only way I eat my glizzies, bro. Don't you That's eat your it. glizzy in one shot. Don't you do it. Don't, don't you do it. directly to your mouth. No, you know, the no, bun no. and everything. No, no, no. Don't look at, don't make eye contact with niggas while eating your glizzy either. No, look away. No, you don't look at niggas no. eating your glizzy, bro. I had no oh, idea there was so many, so many rules to certain down the glizzy. All, All right. right. <laughs> yo, but, um, yo, but Tribe, yo, we get into this current events episode, okay? And, um, you know, uh, lie hard show, but you know, we, we always want to make sure we report things that impact the community and things that we feel like are important to us. So I'm going to have Mash bring us in with the first story. Yo, so I want to talk to you guys about Roe versus Wade uh, and the overturning that recently occurred. And um, I'm not sure if you guys are hip to how impactful that is, but um, I'm here to explain it to you. So Roe versus Wade was a court case that went to the Supreme Court back in 1973. It basically went into law that women were allowed to get abortions in America across the country, right? So this is a federal law, stands by the Constitution, you can get abortions. Uh, as of like two weeks ago, it was overturned. So now we resort back to the conditions before 1973. And that means that a lot, well, damn near half of the states roll back their their rolled back their rulings on abortion. So what does that mean? Several states that immediately banned abortion are uh, Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Missouri, Oklahoma, South Dakota, and Utah went into effect immediately after the ruling. Um, 13 other states have implemented what they call trigger laws, which basically trigger their previous laws that were in place before 1973 about abortion. And then the remaining states, which you can actually go to to get abortions done, would be California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, Maine, Massachusetts, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington, and D.C. Those are the places you can still go to get an abortion if necessary. I think it's really, really important that you guys are aware of that. If you're in those neighboring states that you know that it's not allowed, welcome them on over so they can get them services that they need. Typically. When abortion comes into the conversation, the people who feel strongly about banning abortion bring up three key points. They bring up religion, protection of fetal rights, and the women's livelihood, or like protecting women. But those three points are really um, interesting to use in order to support the banning of abortion. Because when you talk in the context of religion, religion has a variety of views worldwide on abortion. You know, so when people bring up their views on a religion that's really bringing their views. They're not just talking about religion as a whole because it's so many different gambits of religion. So they're forcing their thoughts on you about how you should treat your body. Um, The next part about, you know, fetal rights is if you really cared about fetal rights, you would care more about the the infant mortality rate in America. Like it's crazy how many babies die in America. I did some research for this. So infant mortality is considered one baby dies, like one baby death per thousand births. Of the 36 civilized countries, we're 33 in infant mortality. The average infant mortality rate is 3.6. We are like 5.8. So 
that's a big concern. If you're caring about the life of children, the children that are actually being born within a year of life are dying. And we're basically three in the worst in the world. That's, that's ridiculous. The other item is the protection of women. And that's, that's pretty ridiculous because in 2020, the U.S. maternity mortality rate was 23.8 deaths per thousand births. That's ridiculous. We are the highest country in the world with women deaths with three times our second competitor, which is France at 8.7. It's crazy. And black women are three times at higher risk of maternal mortality than white women. And that's due to systemic racism. Yeah, it's wild. That's due to systemic racism and other discriminatory factors that Mm. black women face during childbirth. And they don't have to, and even after pregnancy. So abortion is actually a safer option than going to labor or going through the pregnancy. And it's wild. You know, basically what what I've come to the conclusion to ultimately come down to for me is that people want to, the people that want to ban abortion want to control women, you know, and women who are unable to equally participate, you know, in their right to control whether and when they want to have a baby. That's, that's important. You know, like the, the ability to choose is what life is about. And when you take away a person's ability to choose, you're not giving them much of a, of a life. Honestly, I think it's really crazy when you unpack all of the details behind it. So I just want to share that with the team. So if you didn't know what Roe versus Wade was or how that impacted the people of America, that's what that is. No, no. So there's two things I wanted to actually bring up. Um, see, the people who talk about these fetal rights, they don't really care about the quality of life of the baby after the baby is born. Not not just necessarily the mortality rate, but the quality of life. I mean, they, they always come with the same answer. You could put them in adoption. You could put them in adoption. But that's not always a good place for kids like kids are not always going to be placed in a good situation so now you're creating all these unwanted kids and you're putting them in the adoption system and it's not going to be that enough is families. so archaic too by the there's way. not mm-hmm. going to be enough families to take on these kids and like it's, it's it's ridiculous it doesn't make any sense and one more thing i wanted to bring up and this is this is not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but a young lady told me that this was going to happen. She told me six years ago that this was going to happen. She explained to me because, and this is the reason why she said it. So she stated that the white population is dwindling, right? As far as being the majority, they have been dwindling in their population. And if you notice that a lot of the states that have these trigger laws that are turned over, these are states where you will see it majorly white. You know what I'm saying? Like these Iowas, these Arkansas, you know what I'm saying? Texas, shit like that. Place that, are, that there are a majority of white people at, they're trying to control the population as far as increasing the white population. Like I said, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but it makes sense. Stop saying you know that. What I mean, I mean yourself, that's definitely bro. opinion, King. Definitely Stop saying that, that about yourself. You're not a conspiracy you know theorist. You know what? Yeah. That's a potential that's, fact, bro. If you got things to support what you think, and that's not conspiracy. Because if you look at you. You look in the big cities where all the like the minorities are like this abortion laws are still in place. You got your Chicago, you got your California, you got your New York, all those areas. They haven't have not been affected. But there's another coin, another side to that coin with Planned Parenthood and what their ulterior motive was for those people in those communities as well. But I hear what you're saying in terms of promoting the growth of, of white life. What were you saying? Mo, I'm sorry, you got cut off? Um, Yeah. I feel, so I have something to say, too. I was it, just yeah, it's a very tricky situation yeah. for me because at a certain point when a fetus is being developed, you know, they do have a heartbeat. They do have those things. So that child is, you know, technically alive. And I understand that mm-hmm. piece. However, I think I'm 
looking at it for the perspective of the women who may possibly be raped, who I, which I take very seriously. And for them not to have a choice, you know, to have an abortion in a situation like that, for me, that's a problem. That is a real big problem. That is very traumatizing. So not only they have to carry this baby for nine months, they have to look into this baby's face and a constant reminder of something that was bestowed upon them without them wanting it. Like that was mm. physically, they were physically, you know, raped or something like that. And I don't, I think that's inappropriate. And I think it's not right. I think that that woman should be able to determine whether she wants to, to do that or not and terminate it because that wasn't, that wasn't a discussion for her. That wasn't an option for her. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? That, that, was, that wasn't yeah. her choice, right? That wasn't her choice. That she that she made that she didn't have control over her body at that time. That was taken from her. So for mm -hmm. me, for her not to have the choice in a situation like that is devastating. It really is. And I feel some type of way about that, honestly. If you think about a situation where a woman is like kind of raped at gunpoint, like in that situation, the gun may be considered to have more rights than the fetus because like she has no choice to have the child, you know, versus I don't know. It's like it's just it just puts women in a very bad position for a lot of things. But yeah. Right. Not only that, and I'm just going to add this piece, sometimes, and sometimes even if a woman doesn't want to, let's say she has a, a ectopic pregnancy or something like that, and that fetus has to come out, that can potentially kill that woman if it doesn't come out. So you're still putting us in danger. Yo, yo, even, Mo, educate you know us. What I mean? What's an ectopic pregnancy? Educate us. What that mean, Queen? That can mean when the, um, if I'm not mistaken, the fetus gets stuck in your in your fallopian tube, so mm -hmm. it's not able to, pat, to pass through, and by it getting stuck, it can actually um, kill, a, a, kill a female. Gotcha. It could, it could, kill, it could kill a woman. But go ahead. So you you actually do. That's an emergent surgery, yeah, and surgery. the baby cannot be viable Five, in the yeah. fallopian tube. It has no space for it to grow. The baby's mm -hmm. supposed to be implanted inside the wall of the uterus. Uterus. So yeah. uh, that's a, not a, a viable pregnancy. So that would be an automatic emergency procedure. So that's not something that would fall under this abortion thing. Yeah, I don't think it will. I was trying to think because they were trying to say that that could possibly because you're taking. No. I mean, yeah, no, taking no. out the tube. I was list I was listening to that. They were kind of bringing that up as well. Not to say that it would fall under it, but it was mm -hmm. kind of suspected and that that. I mean, could, with the way some of these states are like going in, like the way they are hard. taking it back right. or going back as far as like mm -hmm. banning people from getting the abortion, banning you from Completely leaving legal. the state to go get an abortion. Yeah, I was going to talk about you, that. Like, um, go ahead, TJ. As a woman, it's amazing. I love to hear my men support mm -hmm. us and understand where we're coming from. So thank you guys for just sharing your opinions on it. And Mash, mm -hmm. thank you for reporting this to the tribe. This is like crucial Thanks. news. We all Absolutely. know that it should be the woman's choice. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, us using it frivolously, like as a, Correct. Plan a. a mode of, Sorry, say that as, as plan a, B, a like plan a plan a. B. Plan yeah, it shouldn't be plan yeah. A or even. I mean, there is plan B, right? right. Actually, the pill that's right. right. But I'm saying people make back in the day, people were using abortion as a plan B. Like, oh, let me just run yeah. an abortion. No, no that's you not can't cool. Just, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that's cool. I agree, a hundred percent. Being careless and just having an abortion, I don't agree with that. I do want to say that it takes um, back in the day when abortions weren't legal. Women were dying because they were doing mm -hmm. it in the backyard. You'd go to somebody that knew how to do it. Or With a wire just, hanger. A Red wire hanger. hanger. Yes. Yep. Back in the day. Um, and that exists. And that I'm just really fearful of that happening again in this time frame. It just doesn't make any sense. And I did hear that Biden was trying to overturn it. I would. I can't wait to hear what comes of that. I did want to share something to the tribe that I found that was pretty cool. Some companies were actually... 
um, saying, if it's not legal in your state, we'll pay for it. And yes. some of those companies mm. are Accenture, Expedia, okay. Estee Lauder, Chobani, Yahoo, The Body Shop, right. Bloomberg, Ralph Lauren, Sephora. The list goes on and on. Yes. So these companies are standing up for us, uh, us women, us people in general. We already know, Mo, you work for... Uh, a child protective mm. services, and you already know what the system is like for these kids. And mm-hmm. Shake, you brought up a very good point. Like these kids going up to adoption is not even the best option for some of these kids. Sometimes, you know, right. the system and is over flooded with with children needing placement. And I want and to say they that don't too. even have the the resources. Sometimes they don't have the support. And people's perspective mm-hmm. is perspective. Excuse me that sometimes the child goes straight into adoption. That's not always the case. The child may go into foster care Mm -hmm. first. Bounced around. Go into foster care. And then from them being in foster care, they will then be placed or adopted. Mm -hmm. And that can take about 15 months. It could take 14 months. Um, There's also laws that have to be followed before a child can get adopted. So you have certain Mm -hmm. things, unless the parent is signing over their rights to have the child adopted, yes, they may go into adoption agency. But what I'm saying is that things take time. So you're just not going to jump into... Sometimes you can, but realistically, it's going to take time before the child gets adopted. Yeah. Yeah. And the overall trauma that a lot of these kids Mm -hmm. experience. Imagine all these, a whole bunch of kids that come out with abandonment issues. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? All these extra traumas or more people in the world with all these damn issues that no one can support. But I digress. Thank Mm -hmm. you for bringing that up, Mash. Yeah, no doubt. I just want to add one one more part to that. Condoms. You know, we got those. They out here. You know, we should be bagging yep. up. You know what I mean? Bag Shop. up if possible. Yeah. That's a good plan A. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Safe sex is is considered the best sex because you don't have to worry about going to the clinic afterwards. So just nah, use, that, use that in the forefront of our minds, ladies and gentlemen, to the tribe. Just PSA. I mean, that can't be understated now because with the with mm-hmm. this being overturned, like if, if she is pretty much pregnant, like that's on you. So you have to be responsible for yourself. So yeah, that's key. It's crucial. Yeah. I'm, yeah. One thing I say too, in, in light of um, all of this, I know they had like a, um, a thing about vasectomies were on the rise and- Yes, and, and um, Plan you know, in my, went up definitely. It, in my mind, man, I just be honest. I think niggas just need to, especially if you don't like condoms, like niggas need to like do um, like pull out game training and shit. I know I'm just I'm the, I'm an advocate for pull out games still. That that's just me personally. I feel like it's I've been risky, going strong. Bro, I can't. That's it, it, too risky right th- now. This is why. This is why. This is why you need to go to pull out game training. You need to get you a pocket pussy and practice. Okay, just being honest. I mean, but I niggas, hear you, bro. Niggas, I'm just saying. One, All right. two, three, out. One, two, three, in. One, two, three. I mean, what's the percentage? Like, like hundred percent. Like, you could be like a hundred percent great on the pullout game with no errors. I'm like, mm-hmm. what's the statistical accuracy? Mm-hmm. Or, or now, there, there are always errors because niggas didn't practice. You know, one time, that one time you fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it, it do be. <laughs> but no, um, no, I do want. No, I will say though, um, with this story though, <laughs> I do feel like um, America has a history of like not respecting women's rights especially black women i don't think they they love women the way how they say they're supposed to as far as how we try to write it in the constitution and all this other shit Uh, i remember seeing a story recently about um they were they were called the ralph sisters but it was two sisters uh this is like in uh in the 70s i believe and uh i think her name was Minnie. it was Minnie lee and mary alice ralph and they were two african-american uh girls and they were put into like a sterilization program through a federally funded program um in the united states and it's wild because she was pretty much taken advantage or they were taken advantage of by a system who went into 
like low income areas and, you know, their mother couldn't even like read what was going on. Is she thinking they about to, you know, get like a healthy procedure and stuff like that? But no, they kind of tricked her into uh, signing these papers that say, hey, we're going to sterilize your children, you know, just for the sake of uh, doing this, this research and all this other shit. And once again, I just feel like America has a, a proven track record of why they don't respect women. And this is just something that, in my opinion, like adds to it, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like men should technically have a big saying this, but I know we have a, a system where we just we do need to vote and we do need to stand by whatever we believe in, especially with the politicians we put in office or whatnot, as as bad mm-hmm. of a choice some of them are. But um, yeah, that's that's just my two cents on it, though. That's a whole nother okay. conversation and yeah. changing. Yeah. The Supreme Court judges, but right. whatever. I di- yeah. I digress. Let's go on. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to say that, like, I, like Flash, you write on the money because obviously, like, you know, we think about the basis of the government. Remember, like, pe- like black people were counted as what three fifths of a person. So I've always thought about like just how the how it's been structured is always flawed. But in regard to Roe versus Wade. I wanted to, like, I guess kind of think about how it like when I'm thinking about is how is this going to be enforced? I think about like uh, a woman in in the situation you know, who feels like this is an option and she's going to do it, this, you know, in terms of whatever, you know, whatever means necessary. Like, how, how does that get enforced? Especially when you think about not even just a, a woman by herself, but maybe a, a couple or mm-hmm. a family or something of that nature. It's like, this you is go something. You jail. You break the law, you, you go to jail. That's I understand that you, obviously, you can get arrested and go to jail, but it's like, there are going to be situations where people are going to do this. This this is why I'm just kind of curious as to like why even try to not even like why, but how do you enforce it when it's yeah. like there are going to be situations where people are going to kind of do whatever means necessary in terms of maybe seeking abortion. You know, that's just something I was thinking about. Like, I don't understand how you can enforce something like that when, I mean, you know, the, keep, the, mm-hmm. the way you can enforce it is you don't allow it in your state. So like if you live in a state where they don't allow that that procedure to be taken. You can't get it done. If they find out that someone did that procedure for you, then they'll have liable, you know, to get, right. get penalized for that because it's illegal. But it's just like, it's just like if you commit any other crime and shit like that. It's just, I mean, honest, you know, the way you simplify, like you, you can say it in that way and it sounds very simple, but that's the same as uh, gun laws or weed. And it's like, yeah, those are not allowed, but those are things people still kind of more or less do or have access to. So it's like with this more or less being overturned, it's like you're going to have that in that same kind of avenue. And it's like, why? You were making profit I mean, in terms of abortion I mean, centers and clinics. To be, to be honest so, with you, it's going to be about the prosecutor, especially in that state. Um, they're going to they're gonna prioritize whether um, these are things that they should, um, I guess, what, what, what do you call it when they um, prosecute, right? Like, should I prosecute? This versus that right here. So, you know, um, there was this one prosecutor that I was watching. He was in one of the states where the trigger laws were turned over immediately. I'm sorry. I don't remember what state, but he explained that this is not high on his priority list as far as prosecuting women who have aborted babies. So he's not even like. So, like I said, it's up to the prosecutor. And a lot of these. Yeah, I mean, we de- definitely going to see how this plays out. But um, I definitely got my my eyes and ears on it, too. Um, But, yeah, we do need to move on. But we probably will touch base back on this sometime in the future. Um, all right. So, Mo, I want you to bring in our next set of, of juicy. Well, not juicy, but just new. Well, not juicy. Okay. This is not. So, yeah, it's half, yeah, half juice, half. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. This is going to be a little short, just a short segment to bring to everyone's attention. Um, in San Antonio, Texas, 46 people were found deceased in a tractor trailer. Um, and they're attributing that to that being part of a migrant smuggling. It was 12 adults. 
four children and 16 additional people, and they died of heat exhaustion. Um, and right. So they're looking to, I guess, hold the drivers oh accountable to kind of see what's going on. And I just feel like that is devastating. Ooh. Here it is. I guess, you know, these individuals are trying to, you know, make a better lives for themselves yes. and in the process of doing that to lose 46 people in a tractor trailer, because, you know, it's, it's you're, you're in a tractor trailer. There's no um, ventilation going on like that. So that was just kind of devastating to hear. Um, and what that was their, last... what were their nationality? Were they um, uh-uh. and I'm trying to remember if it. I want to say that they they really didn't give their nationality, but I I want to say that they were um, probably of Hispanic descent. Yeah, I think that's I'll what I read that. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I read that. I'll say that that they're Hispanic. I don't want to say you know whether you know, but I'm gonna say right. Hispanic yeah, but they descent. Um, but they did they did yeah. find the they had yeah, the driver. Crazy. I think they they got the driver and the person I think that was setting it up too, right? Yeah, or somebody who was got, involved. Three the three people I think they took into custody so yeah. far. Um, in regards to the situation. So, you know, just pray for, you know, and we, and, and we may not know who these people's families are because like they right. said, we were smuggling, but, you know, just to still at least pray for those families who, you know, lost these individuals or who may not even yeah. know that they lost these individuals yet because they were trying to make a better lives for themselves. So, yeah. um, and what a way yeah. to go too. That's so, why. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know some of them were hospitalized or not. Did I say that word right? Yeah, some time? of them were. Yes, okay. you did. Yep, I know shake, shake, shake them. Yeah, yeah. hospitalized. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but um, but I I I remember them even saying like the dude who was driving the truck didn't even know the AC in the back wasn't working and shit. Mm. And I don't know, but I I just feel like there's this there's this common theme that um yeah. we have in this world where people are trying to find ways to you know create better opportunities or a life for themselves. Like they got this All whole right. joint going on in um in Morocco right now. And refugees are trying to like yeah, break through African, the border, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, somewhere yeah. in Spain and shit. And it's like exactly it's it's like they're trying to do it by whatever means necessary. And I, so I, I like when I see news like this, I'm just sitting here like, damn, like these people are re- were really just trying to find a a, a better way, Make a better life, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of sad to see. Yeah, it's a tragedy it for sure, sad. bro. Forty six people in a in a trailer. Absolutely. And some were taken to the hospital and there was no water and no um, air condition. But they, I think they said the trailer kind of was supposed to be like a refrigeration kind of a trailer you, you, per se. You know but obviously the 40s, they said people was on top of each other. It was. Mm-hmm. It was and bad. there was like no one banging. Hey, let me out. Let me get yeah. some air. So they did. Like- That's how they found that somebody was yelling um, help part. and was able to trigger. Jeez. I'm getting Amistad vibes. I'm getting Amistad vibes. Be honest with you. Boogie, you hit the nail I'm getting that, that vibe too. I'm getting that vibe too. But mm-hmm. I also. Go ahead, Mash. Sorry. It's all good. I was just saying like what, what comes to mind for me when I think of these stories of the, what's the perception of the person who survived that, you know, to watch mm-hmm. 30 people because he said 46. So to watch 30 crazy. people die yeah. before they even had a chance to get the uh, door open. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Right. Was, that was look at the way you're going now. See that, God, smell like, that, be in, in that space. Trailer. Absolutely. That energy. When they found, that is wild. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a lot. And they basically said when they found him, the people were very hot to touch. Um, it yeah. describes that. So, you know, it's That's just... inhumane. It's just humane. It's just sad. It's just I mean, sad. It really this, is sad. This also, this also brings to light, um, you know, some of the recent baby deaths in the cars. Um, the heat has mm-hmm. been kind of out of control. We've been getting like 100 degree yeah. weather, uh, like crazy weather. Like I think in California, they was people getting like um, hundreds. 
all all week long. I mean, all week long last week. Um, yeah, ba- about two different babies died last week. I remember. That's wow. Uh, That's wow. Yeah, That's leaving babies in the car. Some lady said, you know, she put her, she left her baby in the car because she was setting up for his birthday party, and she went inside to set up for the party. I believe that she was setting up for the birthday party, and she then she realized she left the baby in the car. Ran back. How long? And I'm sorry. The, he maybe was in the car for maybe an hour and a half. No way, mom. Wow, no way. that's crazy. crazy like that. That's crazy. So, crazy like you that. Can't forget so, that. so I mean, we we really do have to kind of like I um focus on that. Like that's what this story kind of brings into my head. Right. Well, it, go ahead, TJ. Mm. It brings up two things for me, or actually now three things to me for me. Flash, you said it's giving Amistad vibes. Mash, you talked about what it, that experience, what that would have been like. That is mm-hmm. crazy to me. But did you guys know that the Tesla has a feature where you can leave your dog in the car and it circulates air? Did you know that? Nah, I no. didn't know that no. was a thing. No. The Tesla actually has a feature. Wow. And so, That's a good safety like feature. someone said, like someone had a video of their dog in the car and um, it says, don't worry, I'm safe. Like the car is circulating. There's like a feature. So that mm-hmm. the oh, that's nice. I, yeah. I tell you, I tell you one thing, that's Tesla better not make a baby feature. They better not. No, no, no. I agree. Oh, I, don't, I think that's God. not I don't, safe. I don't want to see that button. dog too. It's, <laughs> no, I, no, no. I, I'm a little sketchy about it, just hearing it. But my last thing I wanted to say is I, I sympathize for these people because coming from an immigrant family, I know what it's like when you're from another country. You think mm. that the U.S. is the land of milk and honey that's described mm. in the Bible. Like, so everybody wants to come here and make a better life for themselves. And it just, that's what really hits me. And I just feel bad for them because my family was an immigrant family coming from Same. the U.S. Preach, I preach. mean, coming to the U.S. As well. for, yeah. you know, a better opportunity for the generations to come. So... I digress. I don't have anything else to say. Right, go ahead, Flash. No, I was saying my mom once told me that she walked through, through like a hurricane with me. And I was sitting here like, I'm so proud of you. Like, I, I'm, I, the stories I hear, like, like she had to go through just caring in a place that she didn't want to be and trying to find opportunity for her children and shit. Mm-hmm. I was sitting here like, damn, I appreciate you even more, you know, just for even set, trying to set up your, your kids to have a certain type of life, you know, yes. so- yeah, yeah, but my fault. Go go ahead, Doshik. I mean, Boogie, so, so we can get off real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no worries. Um, to be honest, I, I don't want to be dismissive and say that we just kind of lack, like, there's just a lack of common sense, I guess. But I'm I'm just thinking about how less aware that we are. Like, even TJ bringing up the fact that Tesla got to have a feature to circulate air in the car for the dog. It's like, you know, human beings should be aware that, you know, you got a dog in the car, you got a baby in the car, you know, things of that nature. It's like, and I feel like we're losing that, that awareness. You know, leave your baby in the car for an hour and a half is wild to me. I'd say yes, inhumane as far as I'm concerned, but it's like, I don't know, like people not even thinking about that. Um, and it's like, that's, I don't know. I feel like- Welcome to America, bro. Welcome to America, bro. Shit, Come on. Sh- shit Yo, like this saddens me because I feel like th- the only reason why we know wild. about this is- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's wild, but I can understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes, baby sometimes people uh sometimes people are forgetful. Like they don't think then they don't even remember that they're traveling with their kid with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what usually happens. Hmm. That happened to a father. He was he was in his routine. He was driving the baby to he he actually left the baby in the car while he was going to work and came back and the baby Bro. Like he thought he dropped off two of the kids at daycare and the other one fell asleep in the car. So in his mind, he's just, you know, driving to work. Damn. I, I don't know if I don't know if y'all remember, but they used to try and like Tell people stop leaving your baby on top of cars. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, motherfuckers used to put the of cars. They used to put baby on top yeah, of cars. The big, they can they put the baby the in, seat. and you drive off, baby on top of the car. I'm so glad like that. That has stopped, or I haven't seen that in a in a very long time. Wow. Just I've to be honest, it. I've only seen that shit on like commercials and shit. Like the baby may get ass like, "Oh, you in a rush, leave the baby on the car." Because oh, people used to car. do that shit. That's what wild. you mean? That is, I have no, I don't even know what to say about something like that, bro. Imagine yeah, like you seeing a car yeah, driving and you baby on top My of that thing, but. But bro, I mean, people are forgetful. I'm not saying this is right, but I don't think that was I mean, their intention. But I shit happens. But I, damn. I think about responsibilities and accountabilities. You could forget leaving your cell phone in the car. You know that shit heat up and the battery get fucked up. But damn, forgetting your baby. I, I just, I feel like there's yeah. there's certain things you 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 you, you can't you can't say that you can't say that you just don't things. know you just don't know. But no, I just I, I'm glad I, I'm not dismissing the fact that people do forget things. That is you know that human error is possible. But it's like that that type of human error is is is, is Massive. Fair. But, all right, but we got to move on, though. Mo, yeah, we, we got to move on, though. Uh, yes. Mo, Mo, yeah. you got a second part to your story? Or uh, another um, segment? I'm going to come back. No, we're going to jump. We're going to jump. Okay. Into, um, so let me let me bring it, let me bring it to this asshole. This little dickhead of a friend of mine. Uh, unfortunately, yes. I'll, all right. I'll so back on after Boogie. Do, do your little bullshit segment so we can, we can move on. Uh-uh. <laughs> Yo, nice. you know what? Earlier, Earlier, I forgot to tell you guys that if you're listening on YouTube, I'm going to need you guys to smash that like button. All right. And make sure you guys subscribe to our page. All your fingers. Um, All your fingers. (laughs) All your fingers. Just one. Just one. That's a fact. Right. Make sure you smash it and subscribe to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet um, YouTube page. And then we're also on Instagram and we are well. TJ got all that information. Nah, do it. You doing great, bro. You doing great, girl. Keep going, bro. Keep put, going. put on your TJ voice. But no. <laughs> oh no. Nah, go ahead. Never mind. <laughs> Come on, bro. Make sure I, I put the, I put the shit Make on there for you. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. At so ratchet podcast. There you go. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Yes. At so ratchet podcast. Say with feeling. And um, our 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 Twitter is so ratchet pod. There you go. Um, our our uh, what, what is it? Our TikTok is uh-huh. so ratchet podcast, mm-hmm. right? And um, what's our I think YouTube? That's the, what's our YouTube? Our YouTube is so ratchet podcast, right? Yeah, separate so, words, so ratchet all right? one, as one word, correct? Yeah. So ratchet one word and that. um, podcast is a separate Damn, word. The guru, right? the guru herself um, done taught you how to be here, but go ahead. Good job, Shay. So wherever you're <laughs> listening to us, hit the favorite button. Follow us if you're on IG. Hit the little bell so you get the notifications if you're on YouTube. Leave a review. All right. Subscribe. Yeah. All right. So, so I'm talking about people who are in prison. Mm. Apparently, there are a bunch of people who have gone to prison over these last few weeks. All right. One of them, what was what's her name? Jislaine. How do that's how you pronounce it? Jislaine Maxwell. So Jislaine Maxwell was sentenced to 20 years. For those of you who don't know who she is, she is the one who conspired with Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, to sexually abuse minors. And they sentenced her to 20 years because apparently, you know, she would help her, she would help Jeffrey Epstein um, procure the girls, right? Um, uh, And then, you know, moving on to the next subject, you know, she's in jail, 20 years, all right? And then moving on to the next person, R. Kelly. This is what I was leading to, okay? R freaking Kells, right? So R Kells, the disgrace, the disgrace superstar, on uh, Wednesday that just passed, he was sentenced to 30 years in prison after being convicted on nine counts of high-profile sex trafficking. All right, uh, the judge named Ann Donnelly handed down a sentence in Brooklyn. He was in Brooklyn. They had several um, of. 
Donnelly's, uh, several of um, R. Kelly's victims, they addressed him in the court, right? One of the young ladies who who uh, addressed R. Kelly in the court, he act- she actually stated that R. Kelly made him give her head in his car after he finished playing basketball while all of his friends were in the car. She was like crying on the stand and, you know, and he had her um, address the court, okay? He, they had her address the court, okay? Um, so, you know, um, all right, I'm having, give, give me, I'm having a little Keep technical. Going, though. Keep it's going, bro. Right, you right. good, you um, good, baby. You good, yeah. baby. It's, it's all part okay. of it. It's all part of the show. <laughs> yeah, it's what you do, Shake. It's, okay. it's, you, it's what you do, baby. Power through, power through. Okay, power. she, okay, she, she said, she stated that you degraded me, humiliated me, and broke my spirit. Um, that was, that was the second person who actually, um, who testified against him. And then, um, oh no, I'm sorry. That was the first one. And the second one said, I wish I would die because of how you degraded me. So apparently Hmm. R. Kelly was out here degrading women like ridiculously. Um, my question to you guys, right? Um, you know, I, people who used to be former R. Kelly fans, or if you're still an R. Kelly fan, do you feel like, you feel like justice was, well, I'm sorry. This is supposed to be a burner question. Burner question, guys. Can you get your burner cards out? No doubt. Yo, I think yo, did one of y'all steal my new burner cards? Nah, me, I got my own stack, boy. Cause I haven't been able to find my my hot pink ones since y'all left the crib. I send you some in the mail if you need some. So burner questions and burner cards. What we do here, Spitz Kaylee Ratchet. Uh, burner cards is uh, where we answer our burner questions with burner cards. They can be answered one of three ways. You can be answered with a yes, which is a yes. You can answer with a no, which is a no. Or it could be answered with Spitz Kaylee Ratchet, which is our wild card. And you can answer sophisticatedly ratchet however you need to to explain why that's your answer. Take it away, Shake. Okay, so my question to you guys is do you feel like justice was served? In this R. Kelly case, right? Do you feel like, in your opinion, is justice served? Mo, DJ, y'all want to pick one? Mm. I feel like y'all were so close. Damn, there we go. Bam. Boom. Yeah, I was. Gonna say this. Uh, it's a 50 split on, on most sides. Um, yeah. Everybody says sophisticated ratchet except for Boogie, and Boogie says yes. Mo, right. Mo, 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 Mo she confused. She got a 50 50 split. She wanted to say okay. yes. Yeah, she got two cards up. I was wondering what was going on. Let's hear from you. Why are you so confused? I'm conflicted in a sense because if you listen to the background story, and I'm not judging any of these people, y'all brought y'all children to the man. The parents. Some of them bought the you know, knew that he was in the music industry, wanted their child to be in the limelight. It's a, you know, so from that perspective, it's like, did you, you know what I mean? And after that you saw something, you still allowed your child to be alone with this person, you know? So that's why I'm struggling. My yes is, yes, if these children were underage and you sexually assaulted them, knowing their age, inappropriate. So yes, you got what you deserve. Mm. I'm sorry. And I'm separating the man from the music. As a man in your right conscious mind, as a grown man, knowing that this child was 15 and you were 30 or 27 or 8 or 9, knowing that information and you still did what you did, you knew what you was doing. Period. I mean, I so mean, yes. if, go ahead. I'm Wait, fault, Book, yeah, I, you say yes, Book. Why you mm-hmm. say yes? Yeah, the, the, respectfully, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards uh, Mo's side in terms of the fact mm-hmm. that, you know, don't get me wrong, Mo's 100% correct in terms of parents being complicit. And in terms of, of purposely like bring them there, but also just think about, yeah, there's a, so many allegations now of just him, his actions. And it's like he has to take accountability. There's just too many names. R.I.P. Aaliyah. We don't talk about that, but there's just been evidence of 
that type of activity for a while longer than we yeah. care to admit. So I feel like, yeah, justice has been served because there's just so many people coming out with these stories and it's like, this is, this is his actions that caused it. And I feel like nothing else There's it, no one's, there's no one else on trial with him. It's just him. It's always just been him. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, I said sophisticatedly ratchet. Um, uh, who else said um TJ? You said it. TJ, why you said sophisticatedly ratchet? Yeah, I said sophisticatedly ratchet because um, I don't really. Uh, this is me being not from this world, right? I just don't feel like jail is the best form of therapy for him. You know, like I, not to say or is it's what did you say? Is it justice? Mm-hmm. You know, so you I do feel like he needs. Yeah, I don't feel like justice was served specifically, but I do feel like he needs help. He needs to Mm -hmm. go to some therapy Mm -hmm. to get help. And I think, yeah, he needs to be put away for a little bit. But I also think that everybody that supported him doing that shit, all his friends in the car that allowed that shit Mm -hmm. and didn't say shit. Yeah, that's wow. You know, like Mm -hmm. all the people that were helping him do Mm -hmm. all these acts Mm -hmm. should be just as liable um, and unfortunately, when you have money and you have fame, you have a lot of yes men around you, you know, oh, and so that really sucks to these women. Yeah, they were underage. Where were the parents? You know, what were they thinking? Sometimes you I, I, you can't really judge because you just don't know. Don't know. You know, like the context of what they've been going through or whatever. But also he also was a master manipulator and gaslighting yeah. these people. You know what I mean? Had a lot Even of to the point where. Yeah. And he and and he had a lot. Yeah. A lot of practice because there's a whole bunch of girls, you know, coming forward. Um, And then I also know what it was like as a girl. Age ain't nothing but a number. But a number. Let me tell you, I had I remember. When yeah, I even was the songs itself, in fuck, high bro. <laughs> yeah, the, but so it just sounds. I'll just now. be honest. Like I already knew some women that were like, "Yo, if R. Kelly came over here, I'm fucking him tonight." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I know girls ready to throw the panties off for him, and I just know that he was only targeting certain type of women. It's just like, why you had everybody else at your beck and call. He liked what he liked. He liked what he liked. Yeah, it was, it was the manipulation yeah. that he liked, you know? Correct. He didn't like he could never date a woman like myself that's going to be like hail to Me the fucking Me neither. Me neither. And I feel like that's his, that's his accountability. Like he could have easily said no to any of these situations and this trial would cease to exist and his legacy would remain intact. He mm-hmm. chose to kind of go down his path and TJ's 100% correct. He knew what he was doing. And he yeah. got away with it from the P video. How yeah. we all knew that was R. Kelly. That was like yeah. not for nothing in the black co- yeah. in community culture. We knew what it was. Just she like we know OJ yeah. did that shit. Mm-hmm. We ain't talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we all knew I, that R. Kelly peed on the bitch. You know, I, we all yeah. knew that it was him. We was, I tried to get the benefit of that, to be honest with you. Around we 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 all knew. Yeah, you can tell by her body. And we it went under the rug until now. So he had more than enough time to fix his behavior, and he didn't. And there was so much other shit that happened after that, too. Like keeping women in cribs and in terms of like servitude and all that, it's like he never had a cutoff point. And it's like, damn, dude, you had so many opportunities to just the cut whole and go situation and, is just hmm. you go ahead, yeah, Mom. I just want to I'm gonna say my two this two piece and I'm done. The whole yeah. situation is crazy. Like he's very talented, but then if you also are a human person, you put yourself in his shoes as a child, him himself being molested and things that he went through to know that he overcame those things, then to become help. this big 
then to become this big star, even through what he's been through, you know, you commend him for that piece. However, to then do the same thing that was done to you, it's like you knew it that, you knew what that origin. felt like, right? You knew what that felt like for you as a, as a, as a kid and then to do it and manipulate it. And so I feel like part of that is because the trauma, you never dealt with that piece, number one. So then, you know, so you don't know any better, obviously, because you never dealt with it. You never dealt with that kind of trauma. And then you kind of bestowed the same behavior onto people because you didn't know any better and yeah. but you did know better you get what i'm saying so no nah, nah, you see yeah. facts i saw I, and i get what you're saying Mo. I, I definitely mm-hmm. said sophisticatedly ratchet i don't know if how you serve justice for like a broken like person or or you know or, or what That's somebody what goes through and they that. and they can't come back from that i don't know what justice looks like mm-hmm. for that i but when i look at like the r kelly shit in my mind i'm just thinking like like nobody's just born a monster like certain people they they go through this trauma shit. They mm-hmm. build up themselves in a certain environment. And then, yes, a lot of it is the people you have around you who propagate like, yeah, now nah, we're going to do this. We're going to do that because it ain't just R. Kelly. As as much as the, the whole shit might be on him, there's a whole, I think, system behind that, even with the people who knew what the fuck he was doing. Or even as y'all, like um, TJ was saying, the parents who, who sit there and turn the blind eye, it's just that he's the fall guy for a, a whole set of situations mm. and rightfully so. Yeah. But at the same time, like I said, do, is it justice for me? I don't know because justice would be like having a look at what, what makes that system thrive and, and really like breaking it apart. So yeah. Like the that's people that's system. still involved with Kelly, they, they obviously wasn't on trial, so they could kind of be free of art to kind of more or less repeat that with another person for lack of a better term. So mm. I feel you in terms of like the whole circle wasn't really touched. It was just Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I feel but, like in uh, terms of, in terms of uh, my answer was physically ratchet. Do I feel justice was served? I'm gonna say no because I can't listen to R. Kelly in public still. Like he's still a ban on this nigga, even though he's still in jail. I can't I can listen to listen him to without persecution. And everyone still feels a way, and I don't feel like that's just. Like I don't, I don't feel like that's Ooh, just. Okay, like, I hear you what know, like, to some woman. Okay. Tell you to know, some like woman. the part about all right, he in jail now. He's he. He's in jail. Can I step in the name of love now without without y'all f- feeling away? Like, cause I right. like that song mm-hmm. and I got memories tied to that song. He in jail. He's he's right. suffering for his shit now. Do I gotta still suffer? Like, do I can I listen to the nigga now? Like, you know, like that's that's right. my thing right. is justice. So, so I say sophisticatedly ratchet because he in jail. But and Mo said that she said you gotta separate the man from the music. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's two different. We can't. I get it. It's his music. He was. He's an entertainer. Separate that. And maybe I feel like it's gonna take time. That. It is gonna take time, though. It is. Yeah. How long? I could imagine um, ten years. From how now. long? Oh, especially. <laughs> like, how long is it gonna take, man? Dottie's I ain't crazy. gonna hold you. That that TP two. That TP two album hit it hard from roll the back. Around. Roll around on the front. That okay, album said, was everything. TP two thousand. Look, they're gonna play, they're gonna play step on the name of love of my wedding night. I ain't gonna lie, I might I mean, step. Got, I, I might, mean, I might step. You gotta yeah. talk to your lady. There's you gotta gonna talk be to some people first. probably standing to the side respectfully. Talk to your lady. Like, first. Right, I'm gonna sit this one out. I gotta talk to the DJ. Right. <laughs> Get the temperature in the room. How y'all feel about this? Right. <laughs> just play the, just change. play the intro. Nah, nah, it's real. <laughs> for me, for I feel like you gotta put a, a feature with them, like maybe Mary J. Miles or intro for me. I thought, I thought. Go ahead. Wait, 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 hold on. Stop, TJ. For me, I said sophisticatedly ratchet because I thought 30 years was excessive. 
I just this niggas, this people out here who have who have killed people who haven't gotten so many years. Like real talk. I felt like I felt like I mean, he's been doing it for a long time though. How much he felt he should have got? Ten years would have been a little bit more. Like I would have agreed with me a little bit more. Because you know what I'm saying, like to hit him with twenty to thirty years, like yo, that's crazy. You know how long it's been going on for a minute though, my guy. Like the albums we talking about came out in the nineties. Yo, so you see, when I think about that shit, I also think about like like what's worse, to kill a man or or to ruin like hundreds of people's lives. Like which one has a bigger impact, and which one and what deserves the amount of years based on like who was affected. And it's hard to gauge, but I don't. This is why I say I don't know if that's justice. I don't know. So, yo, I'm yeah. with you, uh, book. Uh, I'm mm. with you, Shake. I feel like, in terms of the comparison, like Ma- Maxwell, she only got 20 joints. Her and Weinstein trafficked over 150 little girls. Like, mm. his numbers is 100%. His numbers is Thank up there, King. Like, exactly. his numbers ain't yeah. small. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, with politicians, very, very, very high profile people. people, kings, very, kings very high profile princes, and- you know. UK people. So Hello. I think yep. that there's Hello. a very stark difference. Allegedly. 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 Whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel what you're saying, Shake. It's just it's just unfortunate that this is this is this is the system that we have in place. All right. All right. So um so moving on, uh Boogie, you got some news about Nipsey that we should be informed of? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, everybody. So uh let me go ahead and take that away. Pardon me, pardon me. All right, so with the screen that we're showing right now, we have the trial going on for Nipsey Hussle. We have Nipsey to the left, R.I.P. And we have the person to the right, Eric Holder, who is currently on trial for his murder. Now, what's going on is he's obviously um, just talking about the trial itself. This man is allegedly accused of murdering Nipsey Hussle. And it was initially stated you know, during the trial that he did it because he thought that he was snitching. Uh, that's what he allegedly said that Nipsey said to him that he was snitching. And I wanted to kind of like, I guess, you know, talk about that due to the fact that he was assaulted at jail. And I wanted to kind of just talk about the overall like impact on what you say, especially, you know, thinking about like rappers and street life. And I just wanted to kind of like just ask overall for the tribe and everybody. Do you feel what you allegedly say should be considered in a murder trial? Like, obviously, you, you know, even just thinking about assault, like the Will Smith's Mac, it's like, you know, what you say has accountability where it can, I guess, more or less result in physical violence. So it's like, yeah, that's the question I have for y'all. Hell yeah. I watch a lot of investigation TV and what you say does mean a lot in your trial. The fuck? You better not say nothing about your plot to nobody because they're going to use that shit against you in court. That's a that's an automatic Wait, I'm confused. On. Did he say something? Yeah. Um. Let me, uh, just taking it back, in the trial, um, Eric Holder, the, the person allegedly accused, he said that Nipsey alleged that he was snitching and obviously you know I'm I'm a civilian so I wouldn't understand like the brevity of that but in terms of gang life I understand that that label is, is heavy like you don't want to be labeled that so that's what led to it in terms of uh him gunning down Nipsey I'm not I 100% don't agree that that is something that should be you know you shouldn't murder a man because of something like that but I'm also speaking the fact that I don't really understand the gang life like that so that's why I was kind of curious on you know if that should be a factor Say the question again. What's the question? Do you feel that what you allegedly say should be considered in a murder trial? You know, something that degree like, yo, you a snitch. And then it's like it, it, go, it turns into like gun violence. Like, is that something that should be considered? Like, especially thinking about like the position that these guys are in is oh, just have me thinking like you can get tweeted and canceled and possibly arrested. So it's like, man, 
Mm. I mean, in my mm. opinion, if the fact that he said the fact that Nipsey said to him, "Oh, you a snitch," I I, I would bring that up as a defense person. As I'm, I'm as far as Nipsey's counsel, yeah, I'm gonna bring that up because I'm gonna say even if he said that, that's the reason for you to kill somebody. So the fuck what? People get called things every day that give you the right to kill the man because he called you a snitch. So the fuck what? Agreed. Yeah, I was hearing. Uh, so the, I don't know if this has something to do with this. This has nothing to do with the murder child, but I do know that I think Young Dolph and what are the and one of the other rappers they're being penalized for some of their rap lyrics. So do I feel like rap lyrics should be Young used in a murder child? Absolutely not. Or in in trial period. I don't think rap lyrics should. But if he said that he killed him and he said the reason why he killed him, yeah, that should be used in the murder trial. That makes sense, right? Like he's uh, admitting why he killed the nigga. Like, yeah, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know about a case where a rapper actually told on himself, like right. in his bars. Yeah, but, this is he told on but, himself right here. Right. But if, but if somebody like, tells on what? themselves in their bars, I mean, you pretty much that should be used. That's, you, uh, that's him yeah. just agreeing yeah, it, that I committed the murder, and yeah. this is the reason why I did. Yeah, if they gave a lot of detail, then it's hard for me to say no. But when it's just like, see, sometimes I think a, a, a Bobby Schmurder just caught a body like a week ago. Like if you, if I was getting investigated, that's not something I would rap that's in my lyrics, lyrics though. That's lyrics. But no, that that, that what just he just saying. said. Different. What he just said is, I think is legitimate because if we, I'm rapping if I, on a Thursday, I'm and I'm like, I just caught a body like a week ago, a week ago. Now the cops look at my timeline. They like, what was this nigga doing last week? They go go look. They gonna be like. Wait, a body dropped? Okay. Actually, there's a big thing going on about this right now. Um, yeah. One of the, I can't remember it because I wasn't prepared that it was we uh, going to turn this way. So I didn't have a. It's what we do, baby. It's Kaylee Ratchet. We should not. We should not I think be it was Young Gunna. Uh, young Gunna. Um, yeah, that, one of them. The I know that they were supposed yeah. to perform. Young Thug. At, young Thug. Yeah, yeah they was thug. one of the young yeah. people. Sorry. Wow. They were supposed to perform. I think I said Young Dolph at some point, one and I think he young. passed, right? Yeah. No, no young, Dolph, yeah, young Dolph. Young Dolph passed. It was Young Dolph. Sorry, young thug. guys. You could tell my age. It's okay. Obviously. Ride the wave. Ride the wave. Ride the wave. It's Young Thug who's trying to do the petition and saying that the lyrics shouldn't be used. Correct. Yes, because they're not using this against rock music that be like, die kill you know like if they're not doing it with rock lyrics or whatever that genre is called because i'm not sure if that's even under rock i mean that's like heavy but, metal or something like that know. but remember they're not being accused of murder <laughs> like that's the that's the only thing that's separating them right now but that's what i'm saying they're not going back to their lyrics they're doing it to hip-hop and rap but, but they're not on trial saying? for murder those rock people that are screaming die kill. if those same niggas going to jail i think they would use those lyrics too. yeah like there's evidence of of bodies dropping a, you know, my band rock. Like those lyrics should be used. Period. I think the lyrics are creative. Yeah, and I feel like we should not. And the things that we say here, we're creatives too on this platform. Allegedly, right? none so, of us are allegedly. being accused of murder. Practicing everything <laughs> yeah, with allegedly but, or or anything, because a lot of you know. But, but I digress. I'm gonna just leave it there. No, what you're saying is accurate, TJ. Like I feel you in terms of like obviously things should not be taken out of context. In every sense of the word, but I also think about like like freedom of speech does come with accountability, responsibility, especially you know the more high profile you get. So I think about like, I mean, if we go on, if we talking about specifically the Nipsey Hustle trial, I don't agree that like him saying you know someone saying that you a snitch is is reason for you to for, for you to get murdered. That's my stance on that. But I do at the same time also understand that you know what you say, I don't know, it, you got to be more accountable for it because it's like you can literally die over just shit being said like you know there's so much murders going on and this is just one of them we talked about young thug and just what's going on with that and it's like 
Yeah, the reason why I brought this question up because I'm just thinking about how important it is to just watch what you say. But do you, like, but do you really think that's the reason, or you think that's just what he said? Reading that article, mm-hmm. to, for me to, to to imagine a man being so enraged at being called a snitch that they would pull out a gun and shoot, like that's wild to me. I can't imagine that. That's why I'm trying to I think can. about like, yo, like how I heavy is that title for you to kind of get enraged? You know, like obviously, you know, maybe that's an insult to his yo. character, some shit like that. I could understand that, but damn, that. Insulted, yeah, bro. Pe- yo, pe- people break I mean, their fucking consoles when they lose Call of Duty matches, nigga. People are wild. It, it's making me think about that so much more. Like what you say has consequences, and it's like violent reactions are more common than we realize in terms of just how we feel. Yo, crimes of passion are real things, though, bro. Like crimes of passion take up a big chunk of like some of the murders that you hear about. Like people get mad, they kill. Like and it usually be the ones closest to you that get you. Uh, but that's another slippery slope we don't need to yeah. go down. But. Right. I digress. But. <laughs> I digress. Yeah, but um, nah. So, so, regardless. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, Mo, uh, we're yes. going back to you. Okay. Going back to me. All right, circling I'm gonna back. Keep this short. I'm gonna keep this short and sweet because we do have a live coming up. By the way, guys, on Wednesday, uh-huh. this Wednesday, we will be live on YouTube, and I will go into complete fuller detail about the topic that I'm going to discuss. Um, but Tonight. right now, let's talk about the verses. We're talking about the verses, which was Omarion versus Mario. And actually, this was the first verses which had a pre-show. <laughs> the pre-show was... The pre-show was Ray J. Well, the pre-show was Ray J. Ray J and Bobby Valentino versus Sammy and Pleasure P. Um, everybody has the opinion. I feel that Sammy and Pleasure P won against Ray J and um, Bobby Valentino. Um, it was hilarious. It was really hilarious. They Indeed. were up there like an old school boy band. Some people mm-hmm. sounded better than others. Um, Sammy say, Sammy was singing. Pleasure P could sing. Um, okay. Ray J's One Wish. Ray J I, obviously I, can babysit. I wish you He's didn't sing. I, would, I wish you would have put your baby down kid, because right. you was holding your child uh-huh. on stage. You're singing a song. Your voice cracked. You sounded, you know, a mess. Mm. It, it it was a lot. It was a lot, and it was hilarious. Um, it was trending. We can hear him singing "One Wish." Um, Mash, you have you. you, you have. I, I got you. you do that again. Uh, got that? Like I, got you, I just. It just wasn't. It just wasn't. Ray J. It wasn't giving. And, and my thing giving. is, Ray J. You knew you had to come out to your sister's brandy, so you knew. You should have been drinking your tea, had what? your vocals right, your sister's <laughs> do brandy. Do we have a clip from this shit? Yeah, I'm pulling up right now. Yeah, yes, yes, pulling yes we it do. We're going to pull up the script. Yeah. The, 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 I, I, the, I, I, I just want to say, I just want to say, I still appreciate Ray J. Ray J is such a hustler. Oh, I love Ray J. He's hilarious. Ray J, I think yeah, he's, he's, he's hilarious. hilarious. He's an entertainer. Yeah. And he got money, so he don't. And I ain't gonna hold you those Raycon headsets that he actually put out. But that's what I'm saying. Bad. Like he had yeah, the yeah, he had bought it. company. You bought it. I did. It was like ninety nine dollars. I'm just telling me he didn't buy that. Year and a half. I, I, oh, I, you I, bought it? Hell yeah! Them shit, that was a good product. Yeah, like damn. Right. Like just let me get one on the ungratefulness. <laughs> Why the people that you? Hold on, we can't so see it. And that was Ray J's one wish. All y'all been talking about is one wish. One wish, wow. one wish, one. all through the promo, Let everything. Y'all can't get off. enough of one wish. Right. Let Ray J get his wish, song yeah, off. Yeah. All y'all niggas just mad because y'all don't own y'all hits. That's what I, I said. I own all my shit. Ray J, that's what I said. I own all, all my shit. shit. Just... Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 what is your name holding his song? One wish, one wish, one wish. Oh, my Lord. Yo, he looks so angry. He looks so angry. 
Oh, he's trying to sing his song, man. Can I talk to you Please. for a minute? Go back again, so man. Oh, here he go. Can I talk to you for a I minute? Sound, I, sound, I sound better than you on your shit. Hey. Wow. Hey. They said that. Hey. Go yes. ahead and pull it out. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm really shocked. I'm impressed, one, dog. Rich one, rich one. Mm. You can't, you can't get, you can't come back to your home doing that. Song, singing the song, the baby then singing the Look harmonies. I start again acapella to try to serenade princess. And y'all go one wish again, like damn, like just let me get one off. The ungratefulness. Why the people that you try Shit. to help me so that, ungrateful? And that, and that was Ray J's one wish. All y'all been wow. talking about is one wish. Hey, Rose, one wish. Right. One wish. Wow. Wow. All through the promo, Let everything. Get his y'all can't get enough of one wish. Let him get enough. So, um, Yo, got to, to they make, went in on that boy. They though. went in on him. If you haven't seen the verses, please go check it out. If you haven't seen the verses, please check it out. The main attraction was Omarion. Versus Mario, we know that Omarion is an entertainer as far as dancing. What we found out, what we found out, is that the nigga don't don't sound like how he sound on the tracks. I mean, he don't what? sound like how he sound on the tracks. That's what we that's what we that's what we came to to know that Omarion y'all cannot sing, and that was brought to us on the verses. I would like to say that Mario demolished him, demolished him in the vocals, absolutely annihilated him when it came to singing. I love Omarion as far as dancing and being the entertainer. As far as them vocals, Mario annihilated him. I mean, it was mm. damn near sweet. Yeah, it was he, a Mario. He annihilated him. It was a Mario. Yeah, it was a Mario. Worse than Ray J. And the highlight is, and the highlight Get is, him. you can't say Omarion without Mario. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Mario, ooh. Mario sounded top notch. Sang his ass. I mean, my brother could know. That's a whole bar. That's a whole bar. You can't say Mario with a Mario. That was that was. I didn't even realize you can't say Omarion without Mario. Yeah, you can't say Mario without Omarion, and that's what he needed to put out an album ASAP. Jeremiah came out there. Mario tried to warn him too. Was like, bro, don't do it. Jeremiah came out there and sounded a hot mess. Sounded trash. Sounded a mess. Sounded a mess. I think people that was the birthday dude, right? Birthday yeah. sex. Mm-hmm. They're minimizing yeah. the platform of verses. And I think yeah. I was having a conversation with a my joke. girlfriend about this. Yeah, you can't take verses as a joke. I think you I can't. said that. We, it was me and yeah, you. We talked about having that. this conversation. Yeah, you can't. You can't. It's, and Swiss Peace says this. Serious. You have to practice. You have to yeah. come with your A game. It's like yeah. a concert. You're you not, it's not just your people. Everybody's watching. I mean, Wendy's was in the chat. Sophisticatedly Ratchet was Ratchet. in the chat Ratchet. too, Ratchet. guys. Did you nice. see us? Yeah. You know, like all these big brands are in the chat. And everyone's listening. Worldwide, so it's not just your little niche. And of I fans. wanted it's to say, everybody, it's people have to realize media. the newer school don't know Mario, don't know Marion, don't know Ray J, don't know Sammy. Mm. So they want, you know, they're gonna go back and probably this. And not only that, like, for, like for somebody like Mario, what I can say about him is yesterday's price ain't today's price. Nah, for sure, hundred okay. percent. That man sounded amazing. He, came up. he sounded amazing. I could see him headlining a tour. You know, so yeah, I see. He, he that, probably gonna be in that was one thing. And I want to touch on this last piece. So we had the pre-show. We had the show, which was Omarion versus, versus Mario. And then we had the after show. Yeah, it was more like okay? an after party. The after show <laughs> was the after party, which involved the B2K members. It involved Omarion. Omarion basically, you know, people was coming at him on social media. He was at a photo shoot. He basically came and was like, you know, he had a jab. He was like, he was like Mario, see you at the concert where you'll be opening up for me. 
because they have a, a concert coming up and Mario is opening up for Omarion. And then he said, I also want to shout out my background dancers. Y'all, y'all always hated me. And so basically what B2K did mm. at the verses was they put up the clip from um the 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 heartbeats the of when heartbeats. he when he was getting kicked out of yeah, the five heartbeats when he was getting kicked out of Mo- <laughs> Motown. So uh, each one of them, funny. little Fizz put it up. Raz B put it up and Jay Book put it up. So Omar was responding to that and was like, Yala, you know, thank you for being my background dancers. Y'all need to go work that's at FedEx or something fuck. like that. That's fine. Boom. That really? I missed so all of that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that, yeah. that nigga came in. That's just something. All this went down. But what we so what we did know, and if people took the time to read it, because Jay Book wrote a four-page letter, and I believe everything. That Jay can Book we said summarize that, that, please? Yes, we can. You don't even need so to Jay read Book, that oh, shit. Read that. You can read <laughs> it. You <laughs> read it? I got it. I'll read it. Read that. I'll, have, I'll have run through it. I'm going to read it. You have to. I'm going to read okay. what he said. And to me, and I, one thing I'm going to tell about him, and I'm going to be honest, this for me as a female, the hook. in B2K, I thought Jay Boog was first. I thought he was followed by Fizz, Omarion, and Rasby. Jay Boog, to me, was the cutest one out the crew. I'm just being honest, and that's how I feel. And I'm telling my truth. That's what it was for me. <laughs> That's what it was for me. I got to be honest. And I will read to you what Jay Book said because he went in. And I think everybody believed what the fuck he said. Like, he was like, he told the entire business and was not capping in it. And so, here we go. Let's go. Let's go with it. It's sad when you see ones you grew up with, but also you grew up, turn out the way they did. The wisely, the future wizards. I'll be that. The wise one, you shouldn't have been in a rush to skip class. Now you're in fifth year senior playing ball with a GPA of 2.3, barely passing. If this don't work, remember the kids you clown for not having the fashion, but at the award ceremony in school, they were the ones winning principal's honor roll. Yeah, we were cool then, but they were focused. That's probably going to be your boss in the future. It probably sucks to be a slave to something you gave your life, but never mastered. Now you're stuck in this shit with no other options. To be on top, and now your view is from the bottom, looking up, admiring your spot, you once held, not able to conquer it ever again. Time spent is a selfish mindset, not valuing the gems right next to you, learning from nothing, earning no knowledge from the genius amongst you. <clears throat> At night, I know you wonder to yourself, what am I doing wrong to not expect the blessing that was put into your life, a life that me and you know you were living. You're ungrateful. Fame is a hell of a drug. I know when we were together as a group, you wanted to be the most famous, a.k.a. the most favorite, but that wasn't the case. Fizz and Bug were the favorites, and you couldn't understand that because you sung all the leads by old school group design. But the guy who only talked on the track and in interviews, me and the other guy who rapped on our singles, Fizz, were getting more love than you. That's not my fault. But I never was mad that I could sing on your level, but never got a chance. I was just a young boy from Compton, happy to be a part of a group, happy to be a part of a group and out my situation. I was always more of a talent than how I was used, but yet I'm still grateful. I was part of a, a machine. You give off the impression that if you're, you've done me a favor, shall I take you back to when we... To when, because of your vocal, we visited every record label in the business and was turned down twice. Mm. You were singing in the background for a minute when Max Goose brought in another lead singer to try and make the record sound better to help him try and get us the deal. And that, and when that happened, who stood for you? We did. And we went to management and said, we rolling with O. We not bringing nobody else in. And we stood by your side when we were told if we didn't get a deal on your next meeting, we were getting dropped. Now, let's think about those odds per the history of our other meetings. This thing we call B2K was never the Omarion show. It's more like a circus and each guy brought a special attraction and collectively it was fun to watch. Watching you only lets me know that you were not really paying attention to what was making you Omarion because without us around, it's clear you can't tap back into him. Mm. You look lost. 
almost like you're looking for us to feed off of you. You were never a solo artist. You are a fame hog, and that got the best of you. The fact that everyone was screaming Omarion drove you crazy because you were giving it all you had. Laugh my ass off. Standing next to us was really hard for you, so you took your opportunity to leave only to be seen by yourself. So if anybody showed up, even if it was five people, they were there to see you. To be a part of a brand that is bigger than you is hard for you to accept, but one who tears down his own work is a poison individual. To call me a background dancer is funny. Shall we discuss the truth behind how these records were really made? I was there, and you were not in the booth for a lot of the vocals that were put on. Hmm. Ooh, from your lead that's vocal, from your yeah, lead vocal not fully being you, listen to that first yeah. album. You're here, Steve yeah. Russell, in and out of those leads and the hooks, the first album, until I took over on the second album. Me landing a lead on our second single, Fucked With You, because our first number one, Bump Bump, I sang the hook on it and it brought attention to the label that the group was able to evolve. And Troy Taylor made the call and put me on the verse of Girlfriend after I already sung the hook earlier that day. It was written all over your face because me and Fizz talked about it that day at the session. I was already more loved in the group by the fans and now I had a lead. You knew... It was a rap for you. It didn't help that Fizz was most popular and the label had already gave him a solo deal before you ever had a conversation with them about one. Tell the truth. When you try and lie to the people, the lack of their knowledge on the situation. Shall we talk about why you broke the group up originally? You were looking for a way out before anything ever happened. And because a chick you liked that didn't like you got smashed, you went and did the ultimate snake shit. You took a bonding conversation amongst us boys that normally brought us closer and took the information and ratted us out. We always thought those conversations were confidential, just between us. But you know what you were doing. We had rules. The money was not worth it. Come on, Boogie. Just do it. Let's do it for our kids. Let's get this money. Yeah, nigga. That was you. Laugh out loud. And as soon as the fire was backlit, you threw us off the ship and took off with the boat again. Funny thing is, every time you took off with the boat, you got jacked for it. Chris Brown took your career and Bow Wow just took your tour. Shake my fucking head. That's what happens when you try to use people as a launch pad. It's level to this shit, oh. I'm here to break it down for you. So all the shit that happened to you probably makes sense to the world now on why it happened. You throw stones and hide your hands. I saw your whack-ass show in the Millennium Tour to kicking down our chairs. You didn't do that that night, but you were doing, we had rules, no messing around on the road with a bunch of girls. We confided in you with mistakes we made and went home and told us getting us kicked out of the house and breaking the group up. Over a chick, you knew the business was already shaky because of us wanting to renegotiate our deal. So you took that opportunity to throw us off the ship and take the boat. Got your mama a house and your brother a deal to turn your back on your boys. Same thing you did with the tour. You was broke as fuck in, in 2018 and major debt for taking loans from niggas. I got the recording of you begging me, literally begging me to sign my contract for the tour because I wasn't going. The money was not worth it. Oh, baby. Yeah. He went in. Yo, Mo, Mo, I want to thank you for reading this nigga dissertation. I told you. to drink for that too, Mo, if you got one available. Mo, thank you for that. That was, that was, and it's one more page, but we, I'll save that. No, 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 no. All I'm going to say is um, talent is God-given. Be humble. Fame is man-given. Be grateful. And conceit is self-given. Be careful. Got that shit tatted on my chest, and that is what I live by. Um, I all right, so uh, yeah. just moving on to the last segment, real quick. Boogie, can you just uh, tell us what's going I down can. with with Mister Love? I sure can. So P Diddy has accepted a Lifetime Achievement Award at the BET Awards in 2022, and this is just a so ratchet flower segment. Definitely, just want to shout the brother out. He's been doing his thing. Um, just much love to him throughout the years. Um, decades, I should say. So, just want to take it to the tribe and everybody. What's your thoughts on P Diddy? P Diddy made some of my favorite Biggie songs. I feel like I think it's well deserved. It's well deserved. Can't think about Biggie I without Diddy. 
Yeah, 100%. I want to have the power. I want to have the power to send people to go pick up cheesecake for me. So, right. <laughs> yeah, he did that. The making original. the band. I love Diddy. <laughs> yeah, Diddy's amazing, though. I, I, um, yeah, I like Diddy. I think Diddy was hungry. Diddy was hungry. Diddy, you know, like he <laughs> he was hungry during the time. You know, that's why, that's why he, I got that cheesecake, nigga. <laughs> it worked for him, yeah. It and did. his hustle worked for that time frame. Would it work yeah. now? You know, where we are now, possibly. Absolutely, not. he's a hard worker. But he it definitely worked for that time frame, and um, he deserves his flowers. And so I'm I'm happy that he got this award and, and recognized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, Locks so is my favorite group, so I'm just like grateful for just how much of like he's been a part of so much like remixes. I think about P Diddy is the like the originator mm-hmm. of it, like in terms of just doing remixes. Cla- too many classics, B.I.G., the Locks, Mary, etc. I-, I don't really look at him as a rapper. Totally. Do I do respect his attempts at re- at making singles and all that jazz? Mm-hmm. So I do. You know, I don't. I, I never looked at, at, at Diddy as a rapper. Do I respect his attempt at least try? He's like had his hat and so much shit. I would say he's an yeah. artist. I'm not going to define him as a rapper. I don't look at him as a rapper either. I think he's an entertainer. I think he's a um, businessman. He's a, you know, a, oh, overall person. But I don't look at him as a rapper. But he did bring a lot of people. He bought the Maces. He bought the 112s, the Totals. Oh, my God. G-Dex, bro. My youth. G-Dex. We were in high yep. school, Mo, right? Black Rob. Of course. We was in high school. Black Rob. Craig Mack. Junior Mafia. Little Kim. I mean, yeah, um, a lot of Day people. 26. He, Word. You know, listen. Yo, them albums Vanity, Vanity Kane, Vanity Kane, Danity Kane, Danity Kane, Danity Kane. Listen, Diddy was like, working. Diddy, yeah, he was working. He was working. He really was. Um, he bought us yeah, some big good, some good fucking club music, man. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah, that shit went off in the club, and that was the bottom line. Is re- it, big yeah. Biggie, Diddy's ad libs was pretty fire. Like when when you got yes. you got Diddy to come Get on that. and talk on the track, it usually made the song step up Oof, a bit. Yep. Yeah. The, the most recent track he did with J. Cole, when J. Cole was talking about like him having a fight with Diddy, when when Diddy like came at the outro at the end, I thought that was yeah, fire. Was I thought that exactly. was just magical. It's a perfect example. Yeah. yeah. And Diddy got a new song yeah. right now. Gotta move on. Shit is fire. If y'all ain't listen to it, okay. listen to it. Too. My man's still working. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right, so we look out for it though. Shout out Diddy. Um, all right. Uh, so before we close the episode real quick, uh, anybody got any sophisticated or ratchet picks for the episode? Ooh. Anybody got any shout outs? Last minute shout outs? Yo, I got a, a last minute shout out for Skeely Ratchet Pick. I want to shout out my man Moses West. He is an inventor from Texas and he's out here uh, trying to supply fresh water to communities in need of yes. fresh water. He invented a device that filtrates the air and the moisture out of the air and provides fresh water. And these machines are being vandalized in certain areas, but he's still putting up a good fight. And you can reach him at his organization. We'll put it in the show notes. So you guys can get a better understanding of Moses West and what he's doing out there. I got a quick sophisticated shout out. I don't know if y'all checked it out yet, but please go check out the Tiny Desk concert for Usher. That shit is amazing. Usher literally is that he's a beast. Okay. It was really good, but definitely check it out. That's my Usher still got it vocally, like in terms of like Yes, he does. He missed a beat. Okay. Nope. I'll check that out. He's a monster. He's a monster. My nigga roller skating while he's singing now. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's always been roller skating, nigga. He's the first nigga I seen rolling the club on skates, bro. Yeah, but he's yeah, shout out Usher as well. He a hard worker too. Like touching 40, 50. 
We've been working for the game for a minute. Shout yeah. out Usher. Yeah, he over 40. Uh, yeah, Usher's the generation before us. He put Justin Bieber on. He's not touching 40. He's about touching 40. He's probably like 41, 42. Oh, then he must have been. He was in the game then really young because he's been in the game in a minute. Anyway. A quick little Google search will fix that. Hold on. Yeah, I, I should been around. He's the generation before us. If we millennials, he's the- he's 43. He's like Gen Z. Like, what is yeah, he? I to say. He yeah. got to be in his 40s. Anyway, shout, shout out my man. He's still working. Yeah. You be learning about niggas. Facts. Fast information real quick. All right, so uh, yeah, other than that, let's definitely wrap this episode up. Uh, everybody good? Yeah, all right, cool. Yes. Oh. Uh, yeah, you want to take us out? Somebody has to do TJ's part. You did it already. All right, so I'm not going to act like TJ. I know, but Shake did it, but we'll do it again. Boogie, Boogie, go ahead, go ahead. Take us out, Boogie. Go ahead, Boogie. I definitely can't imitate TJ's voice, but yo, Trav, definitely check us out. We are live, um, going live on Wednesday. Definitely check us out for the rest of the Omarion versus B2K and just all the versus drama that Mo's going yes. um definitely a showcase. Definitely check us out on Podbean YouTube. We are So Ratchet. You can find us on IG at So Ratchet Podcast, TikTok, and of course YouTube. Uh, shit, we are we go we have a new episode every week, so of course just tune into that. And of course, again, as we go live on YouTube, so definitely like, comment, and subscribe on that, and just stay tuned because we always got the episodes coming there. Am I missing anything, team? Mm-hmm. I can't do the, the you ain't miss nothing bro you got everything thing, there we just want to tell our, tell our people come lock it up YouTube like you. comment subscribe like comment subscribe and all that good shit we love y'all tribe Absolutely. thanks for listening like peace peace love everybody deserves peace. a drink and everybody have a good spiritual release it's been a great episode I love y'all yes. peace thanks tribe peace 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 thanks for tuning in to the sophisticatedly ratchet podcast let us know your thoughts on the episode do you agree disagree tell us how you really feel email us at the real sr podcast at gmail.com we release new episodes every wednesday on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from please be sure to subscribe and follow us on ig twitter and youtube go to the srpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms don't forget to like and share our episode with your fellow sophisticatedly ratchet friends see you next wednesday